teach me to dance. Did you say dance? Come on, my boy. Welcome to System Fail, the show where the past casts its long shadow upon the present. My big fat Greek citizenship. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson are now citizens of Greece. How do you feel being a citizen? Well, as long as I don't have to serve in the army. Do I have to serve in the army? In the army? The army? The army? My name is Didos, and it's often said that Greece is the birthplace of democracy. Democracy was invented by the ancient Greeks, so was the idea of being a citizen with the right to vote. Overrated. Malaka! And to this day, the Mediterranean nation continues to serve as a laboratory for new methods of social control. Over the past decade, Greece has found itself on the front line of multiple crises converging on the European subcontinent and the liberal democracies of the so-called West. The Greek crisis began in late 2009. 25% contraction in the economy. Limits on bank transfers and daily cash withdrawals. Suicide rates increased dramatically. The biggest migrant crisis Europe has faced since the Second World War. It's hitting the country which is least equipped to deal with it. The referendum vote to decide yes to Europe or no to austerity. Many members of Tsipras's left-wing Syriza party see it as a betrayal. These crises and their prescribed solutions have taken a significant toll on the Greek population. In July of 2019, Greek citizens expressed their disillusionment with the broken promise of Syriza. Electing the far-right, near-democratia, or new democracy, into power with a significant parliamentary majority. The country's current prime minister, Kyriakos Mitsotakis, comes from a multi-generational political dynasty. He's the son of the former prime minister, Konstantinos Mitsotakis. Mitsotakis ran his campaign on a law and order platform, promising to take Greece back from its famously combative anarchist movement. Την οποία βιώνουμε, την οποία βιώνουν πρώτα απ' όλα οι ίδιοι οι κάτοικοι των εξαρχείων, έχει ξεφύγει τελείω. Once in power, he quickly sought to make good on that promise. 
In Athens, Mitsotakis launched a direct attack on the anarchist stronghold of Exarchia, evicting a number of long-term squads, beginning with those housing refugees. He was aided in this campaign by his nephew, Kostas Pakoyanis, the newly installed mayor of Athens, and his so-called Minister of Citizens' Protection, Mekalis Chrysohodis, a longtime foe of Greece's anarchist movement, who survived an assassination attempt in 2010. And as you can see, it was a dangerous bomb, although the one building that is approximately a few meters from the building of Michael Xochoidi has been destroyed. In the year and a half that has followed, more squads and anarchist spaces have been raided elsewhere in Athens, as well as in Thessaloniki and Hinyar, on the island of Crete. This repression has only increased since the outbreak of the COVID-19 pandemic. New Democracy has cynically used the public health crisis as an excuse to impose a wide-ranging state of exception upon Greek society. This has included an expansion of state powers under the guise of public safety along with some of the most punishing lockdown conditions in all of Europe. With schools closed, Mitsotakis has moved forward with plans to develop a new university police force, building on earlier efforts to revoke the so-called university asylum law, which had long barred police and security forces from university campuses. The asylum law was originally implemented in response to the 1973 massacre of dozens of students at Athens Polytechnic by the Greek military junta, and was widely understood as a symbol of the country's transition from dictatorship to democracy. Greece has now been under full lockdown since November, with the exception of a month-long easing of conditions in December in order to allow for Christmas shopping. The current lockdown order includes a strict ban on public protests of any kind. Anyone leaving their house for one of the six officially approved justifications has to first text the state for permission, and then show their confirmation to police when stopped. On top of this pass system, there's also a nationwide curfew in place, which has been rigorously enforced in working-class, Roma, and immigrant neighborhoods. From November to March 22nd, the curfew was 7 p.m. It has since been extended to 9. Fuck you. Amidst this backdrop of simmering social tensions, several events have combined to produce a wave of outrage that has swept across Greek society. The first has been a series of high-profile sexual assault scandals that has been aptly described as the Greek Me Too movement. The cinema Me Too. Hellenic Me Too. Demiurgise to Hellenic Me Too. Tina to Me Too. Tsunami apocalypseons. This long overdue reckoning began on January 20th when former Olympic gold medalist, Sofia Bakatoru, 
shared her experiences of being sexually assaulted by her former coach, Aristides Adamopoulos. <laughs> Θα υπάρχουν να βγουν και άλλε γυναίκε να μιλήσουν και άνθρωποι που έχουν βιώσει την σεξουαλική κακοποίηση έτσι ώστε να μπορέσει η κοινωνία μα να είναι πιο υγιής και να μην φοβόμαστε. This scandal soon spread to Greece's political and cultural elite when a steady stream of actors began coming forward to announce that they'd been sexually assaulted by the director of Greece's national theater, Dimitris Lignadis, a man with direct ties to the Mitsotakis family and other prominent members of the Greek ruling classes. Several of these actors had been children when Lignadis raped them. Uh, oh. Καλλιτεχνικός διευθυντής του Εθνικού παρετήθηκε για προσωπικούς λόγους και η κυβέρνηση αποδέχτηκε την παρέτησή του. It took two weeks after the allegations were made public for Lignades to be arrested. Ample time for him to destroy any incriminating evidence in his possession. The Greek mainstream media, which is almost entirely owned and operated by fawning supporters of Mitsotakis and New Democracy, tried their best to bury the story. And when that failed, they turned to attacking the credibility of the accusers. Ο γνωστός σκηνοθέτης μπήκε στο μάτι του κυκλώνα μέσα από καταγγελίες και μηνύσεις. Νομικά, οι καταγγελίες εναντίον του σκηνοθέτη μέχρι αυτή τη στιγμή πέφτουν στο κενό. This sleazy and clumsy attempt at a cover-up provoked a massive backlash in popular opinion, leading to a growing crisis of legitimacy for the media and the new democracy regime. As this was all unfolding, fury was also growing over the government's handling of a hunger strike, launched by political prisoner Dimitris Koufoldinas, on January 8. Following his transfer to the high-security Domico's prison, in violation of Greek law, and the terms of his sentence, Koufoldinas is considered the primary executioner of the 17th of November, an armed Marxist group named after the date of the 1973 massacre at the Athens Polytechnic. The group was active from 1975 to 2002. During this time, they carried out a series of assassinations, bombings and attacks against Greek banks, politicians and businessmen, former officials of the military dictatorship, and American, Turkish and British interests. It's well known that Mitsotakis and his entire family hate Koufoldinas. Back in 1989, he assassinated Mitsotakis's brother-in-law and the father of the current mayor of Athens, Pavlos Bakoyanis. Ήταν το πρωί τη 26η Σεπτεμβρίου, τον ο Παύλο Μπακογιάννη έπεφτε νεκρό στην είσοδο τη πολυκατοικία τη οδού Ομήρου στην Αθήνα. Τρει ένοπλοι τον πυροβόλησαν με 45 πιστόλια. Among the group's other victims were Athens CIA station chief. Richard Welch. The first time that any CIA station chief in the world had been assassinated. And a number of prominent members of the Greek military junta, including its primary torturer, Evangelos Malios. Unsurprisingly, the 17th of November was declared a terrorist organization by the U.S. State Department and a number of other governments. The United States does not negotiate with terrorists. Been our bedrock principle for 25 years. Nevertheless, the group has long enjoyed a considerable level of popular support, particularly from the Greek left. Soon after announcing his hunger strike, Koufoldinas was joined by high-profile anarchist prisoners, Nikos Maziotis, of revolutionary struggle, Yanis Dimitrakis, Polycarpos Yori Iadis, and Vigalis Stathopoulos. 
who all coordinated limited hunger strikes in solidarity. As the days and weeks dragged on, and it became clear that Mitsotakis was happy to let Kufodinas starve to death. Δεν είναι δυνατόν όμω ο Δημήτρη Κουφοντίνα να επιλέξει εκείνο τη φυλακή κράτησή του υπό την απειλή τη αυτοχειρία. Demonstrations, international solidarity actions and clandestine attacks began to pick up steam. Within this context, on March 7, police were filmed beating a peaceful student in the neighborhood of Nyasmirni. The incident wasn't reported on by Greek media, but it went viral on social media, where more and more people were now turning for their news. Anarchists called a demo for the evening of March 9. 5,000 people responded to this call, kicking off some of the most intense rioting that Greece has seen in years. of the chaos, a member of Greece's notoriously brutal Delta squad was dragged from his motorcycle and savagely beaten by an angry mob. The next night two anarchists were snatched off the street, black-bagged, and taken to the Attica General Police Directorate, the central police headquarters in Athens, where they were viciously tortured. Ξεκινάει ό,τι ήταν να ξεκινήσει. Ε, εκεί λοιπόν δέχομαι χτυπήματα από αρκετού. Δεν καταλάβαινα όπου μου έρχονται για την ακρίβεια. On March 14, after 66 days and at death's door, Kufodinas called off his hunger strike. Since then, the pace of demonstrations and attacks has slowed down. But the situation in Greece is still quite dynamic. And there's a palpable sense that things could kick back off at any moment. So, To get a better understanding about the situation, I recently sat down with Athens-based anarchist and member of the Void Network, Tassos Sagris. Hey Tassos, how's it going? Personally, I'm closed in the house for a long time now and we are not allowed to work because I work as a theater director, so the theaters are closed. So we are in the process of playing The Metamorphosis by Franz Kafka and uh, we are not allowed to play it. That all sounds pretty Kafka-esque. Could you briefly explain the context for the hunger strike waged by Kufodinas and why this struggle has resonated with many anarchists in Greece? 17th of November is a group of ultra-left that appeared in the, after the dictatorship of 74. They are not anarchists, uh, so for us it's not uh, strictly a political uh, solidarity, but uh, it is mainly like a human solidarity towards a prisoner. For a political prisoner, like the last tool to attack the state it is the hunger strike. 
So in that way, he used the final tool to attack to the state and to expose the state brutality. And um, this attracted a solidarity movement uh, that uh, came from the anarchists, but uh, also from the leftists. These small demonstrations in the beginning uh, has been attacked very brutally by the police. And then slowly, slowly, like more people and more people were coming to the demonstrations. And this uh, situation attracted uh, like the focus of people. and. Um, made visible um, the situation in the prisons and the, the situation of the political prisoners. So no matter if uh, he's a comrade or not, you know, for us the most important it is that um, he started the struggle against the state and he succeeded to expose somehow the state brutality. New democracy has now been waging a concerted war on Greece's anarchist movement for the better part of two years. How has this affected the character of the social war in Greece? And what effect has this had on comrades there? First, we have to understand what is New Democracy Political Party, you know. A New Democracy Political Party is a political party that created from the right wing after the dictatorship in 74. The creator, Konstantinos Karamarlis, succeeded to unite in the same political party the main core of the party that he was, um, he was a part of it also, like the popularistic right and also the liberals, the neoliberals of that time, and also the patriotic right. So you have to understand in Greece that uh, we have the peculiar situation that, um, like for example in France, the bourgeois are saying to you that uh, vote for uh, Macron, because otherwise Le Pen will come to the government. Here Macron and Le Pen there are in the same political party. So when this party is united, it's very difficult to fight back because all the elements of the right wing there are united. You know? The difference also it is that uh, it is the first time in Greece that uh, the neoliberal side of this party is governing, and they are affiliated with the far right, the patriotic uh, side of the of the party. This produces a very difficult situation for the anarchists because for the first time we have like a very strong neoliberal and neo-fascist government fighting the anarchists without the existence of people in the streets, without uh, being in a period of the social uprising or social movements. The new democracy attacked to our social centers, attacked to the, to the squads, attacked to the squares, attacked to the public space. And in the same time, this new democracy government take advantage of the lockdown to change the law about the work, change the law about the syndicates, change the law about how you start a general strike, change the law about how you organize demonstration in the street. There are some demonstrations together with the left, with the ultra-left. We had some big demonstrations and I hope that they will be stronger and bigger. But the general society is feeling scared because of the COVID. So it's not like a normal situation, you know, you have like a, the worst case scenario government enforcing the worst case measurements and laws in a period that the people, they feel afraid to be in the streets and to mobilize and to demonstrate. What are your thoughts on Mitsotakis's repeal of the university asylum law and his plans to implement a new university police force? The law that we had in Greece, it was that uh, there was an asylum against the police, that the police could not go inside the universities. And uh, first, they destroyed this law. The police has the right now to come in the university if there is something like a criminal activity or something like this. But now they go further and they establish a permanent uh, presence of the police inside the universities. It is the first European country that we will have like police, official police, you know, inside the universities. This gives the right to the riot police to go and uh, fight against the people, the students inside the universities. 
So in the next weeks we will have like a intensification of this struggle and we are expecting like a, the revolt of the students. This measure doesn't have the support also of the, of the teachers and the presidents of the universities because the presidents and the teachers they understand that the, the permanent existence of the police inside the universities produces like a chaotic situation every moment or every day. You know, like you can have like riots or like uh, uh, fights of the students with the police inside the universities every day. So, so this destroys the educational process. I don't know if we're going to succeed, you know, to defend the universities as public spaces, but it's a main struggle that will take place in the next uh, year uh, in, in Greece. Also very important for us it is that we have to defend anarchist groups and also to defend the spaces of the anarchist groups inside the universities. These are areas of struggle and of course they will be the first target of the presence of the police inside the university. Anything else you'd like to add? I think that uh, we come in a point that the social crisis all around the world is so strong that uh, somehow we have to find an anarchist way to unite. Because, you know, as long as we stay in our small circles with the people that we agree to each other, it's not possible to produce anarchist revolution. And if our planet is to produce global emancipation and to produce conditions of social revolt and social revolution, I think that we have to produce like parallel movements. This means that we have to end the dogmatism and we have to end the sectarianism and to find ways, you know, like to to coordinate, to produce situations of resonance of the movements, you know, and also coordination and to respect the difference of the methodologies to come in a point that we sincerely feel comradeship with anarchists that we don't have the same methodologies. I think that the big moment for the anarchists is now because in all around the world, the people they face exactly the same problems. Neoliberalism is a global movement, you know, that fights against the people. And so the people, they, find, they have to coordinate and organize to fight against the state and the capital. And the anarchists, they are crucial on this struggle because we mobilize for 200 years now, okay? We have analysis for 200 years now. After May of 68, the anarchist movement became stronger and stronger year after year. And now it comes the point to say what we're going to do with our disagreements. These I have to add. We have to find an anarchist way to solve our disagreements. Thank you very much. And I hope we will meet soon at the barricades here and wherever. Thanks, Tassos. We've now reached the end of this episode of System Fail. You can catch the full interview with Tassos on an upcoming episode of the Circle 8 podcast, and check out some of his writings at the Void Network's website, voidnetwork.gr. To support imprisoned comrades in Greece, consider making a donation to the Solidarity Fund for Imprisoned Persecuted Revolutionaries at tamio.org, or via Firefund at firefund.net slash solidairefund. For English language updates on the social war in Greece, check out actforfree.noblogs.org or enoughisenough14.org to support Submedia. Consider making a one-time donation or signing up to be a monthly sustainer at sub.media/donate. You can also support us by buying some of our merchandise at sub.media/gear. Be sure and follow us on your corporate data mining platform of choice. Just search for Submedia or better yet, sign up to our mailing list and get every new episode delivered directly to your inbox. Godspeed. Τώρα που μα πήρανε το κολάι, σκηνοθετούν με μέτρα το δεύτερο sci-fi. Στο σύγχρονο κουτρούμι με κλεμμένο wifi. Να ανοίγω τι ειδήσει για να μάθω που κολλάει. Τι 
Σ' είπα κάνε κάτι να σε βλέπω πιο συχνά Από το κούλι, το τσιόδρα, το χαρδαλιά Ο μηνάς θα και λίγα τα λεφτά Αλλά είναι μαθημένα από τα χιόνια τα βουνά και δένω τα κορδόνια μου σφιχτά Γιατί ήλιος γυρνάω που δεν παίζουνε λεφτά Αρρώστης άμα με έκαναν καλά τα μπατσικά Να είναι καλά οι αδειές πλατής και τα γεμάτα αστικά